When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I am your host, John June, and of course, as always, got my guy, G-Money, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man? What's goody? What's goody? Currently watching this, you know, Seahawks, Cardinals game, doing that double work, analyzing and podcasting at the same time. You know what I do? But, yeah, I'm hype. Um, Just mostly other than watching football in the draft. It happened last night. Just uh, going in on this this Spider-Man real hard. This PS5 is is the best thing ever, man. Yeah, Greg is one of the fortunate individuals out there to get a PS5. Uh, don't don't worry, he only has one, so he's not one of those. Facts. Uh, <laughs> I'm not taking them all here. up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, you obviously Greg was alluding to the NBA draft. Some of y'all might be a little confused out there. I know I was. Uh, it seemed like there was a lot of NBA talk on my Twitter timeline yesterday, and I couldn't <laughs> figure out what it was. I was like, this is really weird, and then. You know, I got a uh, a message from a friend asking me about the draft, and then I was like, "Oh, the NBA draft is tonight. That makes that makes a ton of sense." So, um, had no idea, Greg. But yeah, uh, you know, thanks for filling me in at least. You know, Greg, he's he's very versatile out here. You know, uh, fantasy football diagnostics, uh, also very well well versed in, in basketball as well as other sports. You know, heard him talking about the Masters last week, so. You might want to reach out to Greg if you want to know some about these other sports, right, Greg? Uh, I I try to be. I try to be. I mean, you know, basketball was my first love, and I mean, I'm trying to get as as good as uh, I am in basketball than I am in football. That's that's really the goal. Fantasy football, particularly, it's a heartbreaking sport. So I'm trying to get better every day. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, basketball eighty. There's eighty two games, man. You you know, there, you could you could tilt. You, you know, the tilt only lasts like a day because you can right. play the next day. You know, right. exactly. In football, the tilt, the tilt lasts a week. <laughs> I know it hurts more in football, and it only got it hurts a lot. Fifteen more. more opportunities to do it to prove yourself. Yeah, man. So uh, that being said, let's jump right into Thursday night, man. And the first matchup we've got is these three and six Atlanta Falcons traveling to New Orleans to take on the seven and two New Orleans Saints. This is a fifty-one point total. The Saints are four and a half point favorites. Um. In terms of the injuries, Atlanta wide receiver Calvin Ridley, he's questionable with the foot injury that's kept him out. Um, but for New Orleans, Drew Brees, he's ob- obviously out with that rib injury. Um, and then Traquan Smith, wide receiver, he's questionable with the concussion. And then Alvin Kamara has uh, did not practiced, uh, has not practiced the last two days with a foot injury. Um, and then Marshawn Lattimore, he's been dealing with an oblique, so he's been limited. And then uh, Cam Jordan has also been limited. He's questionable to play. Um, in terms of the matchup, uh, I'm taking the under, taking the Falcons to cover, taking uh, the Saints to win the game. Matt Ryan, I think, uh, low in QB2, or low in QB1, high in QB2. 
Um, you know, both these defenses are ones that we were picking on to start the year, but you know, they've been a little bit better, especially curious to see what Atlanta does after the bye week. Because they did do a lot of their adjusting on the fly. Um, but as anyways, uh, firing up Julio uh, going up against New Orleans. Uh, not expecting Calvin Ridley to play. So have to fire up Hayden Hurst. Uh, you, have, you just have to hope that you know Todd Gurley falls into the end zone, which he's, he's done very admirably. So continue to do that. Um, but then uh, for New Orleans, uh, Jameis is definitely in stream consideration. But you know as I w- would always say with Jameis, uh, he's strictly the emergency class, emergency glass kind of guy for me. Um, you know, if I have, if I'm going up against a Patrick Mahomes and maybe I have a Ryan Tannehill or, or a Tua or even a Joe Burrow and I need that upside, I, I'm going to break the glass here and, and fire up Jameis. But, uh, Kamara, fire him up. Uh, I think Latavius, Latavius Murray might even be flexible given the game plan. Sean Payton might want to implement with, with Jameis at the helm. You know, maybe try to you know hold him back a little bit, uh, but I would also expect to be expect this offense to become very concentrated, like we saw last year with Teddy Bridgewater, where it ran through Alvin Kamara, ran mm-hmm. through Michael Thomas, and used Jared Cook as this deep threat. Uh, limit, try to limit Jameis's mistakes and just kind of uh, put put these plays on a silver platter for him. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this matchup? Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you with that. Um, especially, I'm I'm taking the under. I'm taking uh, the Atlanta Falcons to cover, uh, and I'm taking the uh, New Orleans Saints to win, though. However, um, so, yeah, in this game, uh, Matt Ryan uh, should have a a good performance. He's got Julio. So, again, the Julio and Matt Ryan rule uh, applies. Ty Gurley, he's uh, your, you know, touchdown dependent RB2. uh, Just praying that he gets that touchdown. And if not, you're you're, you're pretty much uh, screwed for that day. Uh, Calvin Ridley, you're just hoping that he's able to play. Uh, That'd be good to put him in a spot um, where he's, been you know pretty doing pretty well up to that point so you, you would start him if he's able to play uh Hayden Hurst has been uh you know at least five receptions in the last three weeks so I think you start him as a borderline tight end one in this uh you know horrible tight end market but you know Hayden Hurst has been there pretty consistent uh, yeah man oh yeah I'm oh sorry, sorry. my fault I, I forgot totally on the Nolan side yeah Jameis uh agree with you on the game plan it should be heavy Kamara limit Winston's mistakes Get Jared Cook involved and get Emmanuel Sanders involved as well. Uh, after the bat output he had last week, uh, Michael Thomas is yeah. I'm just hoping that he, this is the week. I mean, if it's going to be against any secondary, any matchup, uh, should be Atlanta. He's it's a good one here. Uh, you're just hoping Matt Ryan. I mean, you know, Mike Thomas could do it. Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, I know you saw that move DK put on Patrick Peterson there. That's yeah, man. Why uh, you got yeah. a, little, a little stumbled up. <laughs> Word, yeah, I'm like, oh man, is this in the? I could have swore I was like, oh, that's going to be the second one right there. But yeah, he didn't. Definitely, <laughs> definitely thought that. All right, moving on to the next matchup, we've got the two six and one Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Washington to take on the uh, two and seven Washington football team. A forty six and a half point total here. Uh, the Washington football team is one and a half point favorites. Uh, in terms of injuries, Joe Mixon, he was a DMP with that foot. Uh, that thing's obviously probably going to keep him out again. Uh, T. Higgins, he was a DMP with an illness, so monitor that. Uh, Washington is okay in terms of injuries. Uh, Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? I'm going to take the over in this one. I'm taking the Bengals to cover, and I'm going to take the, the Bengals to win. Um, Joe Burrow, I think he's going to give you a, a borderline QB one week. Uh, Washington, it, you know, they're no slouch uh, as a defense, especially at the line. So I think they'll be able to get pressure on him. Uh, and the, the secondary is good as well. Um, but Joe Burrow can, you know, can be able to 
solidify himself uh, out, out over uh, the tough matchup last week. But this is a you know not as tough as last week, so I think he gives you a decent performance. Joe Mixon didn't practice. Uh, if he can't go, um, you know, fire up Drew Bernard again. I think as a you know high in RB two. Um, Boyd and Higgins, you're hoping Higgins can play. But if he does, Boyd and Higgins are both uh, strong wide receiver twos. Of course, one of them can always give you that wide receiver one upside, regardless of matchup. Um, and then Washington, Alex Smith, he's my streamer of the week. I think he's in a great spot here uh, against Cincinnati Week Secondary. AG, Antonio Gibson, please just continue. Please feed AG. Uh, he's the new free Aaron Jones. It's free AG. Well, he's a low one RB1 in this week. Uh, JD McKissick, though, he can't be ignored. With his uses last week, 15 targets. Uh, we thought he was in a good spot last week. I think he continues to be, I think, a safe floor flex. Uh, Scary Terry, though, should dominate. Nine targets last week. Uh, he's six amongst wide receivers in targets. He got a 66% catch rate. He was really good with all those targets. Um, yeah, he's going to start of the week, I think, you know, in this in this area right here. Uh, Cam Sims, I think, is also in flex conversations uh, in deeper leagues. Yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm going to take the over here. Going to take Washington to cover, man. Going to take Washington to win this game. Okay, okay. Uh, I, said it, I said it yesterday. I like, I mean, you know, Alex Smith, your stream of the week. Uh, Terry's about to be your start of the week. Uh, you know, uh, Logan Thomas, my stream of the week. And I took the Washington defense as oh, my stream yeah, of the week. Oh, yeah, that's all. Here, so in every position, I'm all, every, every phase. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm going to ride this Washington wave. Uh, hopefully, Alex Smith can help. Do that as your stream of the week. I expect them to do that. So on the Washington side, I'm I'm pretty much starting everybody, uh, like mm-hmm. we mentioned. Uh, but for for Cincinnati, uh, Geo, he's been solid, man. Uh, as a, as a Joe Mixon replacement, so roll him out there this week as an RB two. Obviously, we saw Swift success in the past game, so hopefully Geo can can bring some of that. And then T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, again, like you said, the matchup doesn't really matter. They're not in great spots here, but you have to start them. Um, especially Higgins as he has that shot at the big play. Uh, and, and I know you're confident in Joe Burrow. I know you're confident in Joe Burrow every week. I'm, I'm just trying, I'm trying to pivot <laughs> off, off of Joe this week if I can. Um, but, but that's it. Yeah. I'm all, I'm usually a very only scared of Pittsburgh and maybe Baltimore, but, uh, I think he can hold it down in, in this tough, tough spot. Yeah, he uh he was the QB seventeen last week, so you were pretty much right on that on that sweet spot. I crazy, think you were. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. So that <laughs> <laughs> that's really crazy. Well, actually, no, he he no, he consensus was seventeen. You said you said between fifteen or seventeen. You said right, top right. seventeen, you yeah. would you wouldn't go top fifteen, but still, yeah. Uh, you know, you were you were you were close, Greg. You were close. Yeah, I'll take out the. Um, <laughs> all right. Anything else on this matchup? Uh, no. Yeah, we can move on. Nah, man. Moving on to the four and five Detroit Lions traveling to Carolina to take on the three and seven Carolina Panthers. This is a forty-eight point total. The Carolina Panthers are one and a half point favorites here. Um, Kenny G. He was a uh, DMP Thursday. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson. He was limited with the toe. Uh, Matthew Stafford. He's obviously limited with that thumb injury. And then this was a surprise today. Uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, stud no. running back, rookie. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt. And yep. you know, it's it's crazy when you know I like a player because I didn't even care about the. I mean, I obviously cared about the fantasy, but I my my first thought was like I was really excited to watch Swift play against Carolina. He looked really good last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, this is going to be tough because it's it puts him on track to miss Sunday's game. Uh, and then obviously we know Teddy Bridgewater. He's dealing with this uh, MCL injury. It looks like he was limping at practice. So, um, 
you know, not looking promising for him. So for Detroit, I'm out. I'm honestly out on the whole on the whole thing, man. I, I honestly, anyone not named Marvin Jones or maybe Adrian Peterson, uh, I I just can't trust Matthew Stafford. Oh, sorry, not T.J. Hawkinson. I will play T.J. Hawkinson. Tight ends, yes. Um, we're, but we're, you know, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson maybe given the matchup with Carolina. You know, still a good matchup here. Um, on the Carolina side. Uh, PJ Walker is intriguing with that rushing upside he has. Uh, maybe from a DFS perspective, if you're trying to get a cheap quarterback, uh, maybe he could provide that for you. But uh, this is going to be the Mike Davis show here with this matchup, uh, without these weapons potentially, or without uh, you know Teddy Bridgewater here playing with the backup quarterback. Um, but all these wide receivers, man, uh, what do you do with them? I think they're all wide receiver threes with high end wide receiver two and potentially wide receiver one upside. Um, you know, doubt that anybody has all three of them, but if you have them, I would imagine that you would be playing them, uh, depending on what you have, what other options you have available. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the under, I'm taking Detroit to cover. I'm taking Detroit to win. Um, did I take a thing? No, you did not take anything. I'd taken, I took everything you took the under Detroit to win Detroit to cover. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping Matt Stafford could play. If he doesn't, Chase Daniels gonna play. I'm hoping Kenny Galladay could play. Uh, but you never really know up until the game time. If he can, you're starting Galladay, of course. Marvin Jones has been a hot, hot wide receiver three, hot, um, flex uh, lately. So you're starting him and T.J. Hawkinson. I'm with you on that. Uh, with the running backs, yeah, I'm not really interested in anyone except AP. You're just hoping that he gets a red zone touchdown. Uh, and on Carolina side. Teddy, yeah, I have actually have uh, Teddy Bridgewater and PJ Walker in my Superflex League. Uh, it went from Teddy Bridgewater projection from zero to like the regular one. Then it flip flopped again. Like it, you know, it's been up and down. It seems like this is gonna come up to game time. Uh, if you're in that Superflex League, make sure you try to have both of these quarterbacks to to pivot. Um, but if in 12 team, I don't think you're kind of looking to PJ Walker. Uh, as far as the receivers, um, yeah, I'm rich on pretty much all of them. That it's you don't really know who's going to have the best week, um, but you're starting all of them. Uh, DJ Moore, <laughs> Robbie, uh, Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Mike Davis is in a great spot, though, as far as his mm-hmm. matchup. Detroit mm-hmm. is horrible against running backs, so uh, you're definitely starting him. Hopefully give you that those weeks he was getting you early in the year as a RB1. Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, all right, man, let's move on. Moving on to the 4-5 and five New England Patriots. Uh, traveling to Houston to take on the two and seven Houston Texans. Uh, this is a forty-eight point total. The Patriots are two and a half point favorites in terms of injuries. Damian Harris, he's dealing with that chest uh, that chest injury, but seems like he'll be good to go. Played through that last week. It was just limited on Wednesday. Uh, Stephon Gilmore limited with the knee. He was also limited last week. So let's see if he can get in this game. Um, but uh, Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? This game, I have the over. I'm taking the Pats to cover. I'm taking the Pats to win. Um, on the England side, Cam Newton, of course, is a you know a sneaky. Uh, he's a QB one every week. Mm-hmm. It's been quiet, but he's been doing it, um, and that's that's awesome to see. Um, Rex Burkhead and Damian Harris, that both RB twos, but I think you know Burkhead has the higher upside with the receptions and his uh, you know red zone touchdown work. He seems to always uh, find a way. He's like the gadget player of this team right now. <laughs> um, Jacoby Myers. 
solid wide receiver yeah. two uh, would dominate this target yeah. share. This literally play action and Jacoby Myers. That's like that's what really what's going to come down to in the passing game. Um, on Houston side, Deshaun Watson, you're starting him as a QB1. Duke Johnson, I think with the opportunity and with the matchup, he's a borderline RB1. Uh, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, they're definitely playable. Uh, Will Fuller, I think, give, give you borderline wide receiver one performance. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Five straight games with at least eight targets. He's definitely playable as a you know a, a solid wide receiver too. Cobb is more of a deeper league flex, um, but not really considerable in, in twelve team leagues or shallow leagues. Yeah, man, Cobb is still dead to me since week one. <laughs> um, not really, <laughs> not really. He's um, got the good spot no, against Jonathan Jones in the yeah, spot, though. Yeah, no, he's got he's got a good spot. He's yeah, he, yeah. he's he's been, he's had those before too. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just messing, man. I'm just messing around. I'm taking the I'm taking the over here, taking New England to cover, taking New England to win, man. Uh, Cam, Damian Harris, Jacoby Myers, all must starts. Uh, you can start Rex Burkhead, like you were saying, reception work, touchdown work. That's going to be there for him. So uh, you know, a flex play. Uh, Houston, love Deshaun Watson this week. Obviously, Lamar was my start of the week last week on the road against the same defense uh, in the pouring rain. Came through last week, and you know this time Deshaun's at home in a dome. So fire him up, fire yes, up Will Fuller, uh, fire Brandon Cooks, uh, who's in a revenge game, by the way. Okay, here uh, we go. Uh-huh. And then oh, that's the game uh, where he Duke. died in, actually, in the you know last game played with the <laughs> oh the, the Super <laughs> with Bowl. The past, was, yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the last time he was in the Super Bowl, he almost died. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Duke Johnson had ninety three point eight percent of the running back opportunity share last week. Yes, sir. Uh, that was third highest in the league. So. I expect him to come through with at least the volume here. And like you said, the matchup is good, too. So, um, yeah, Duke Johnson in a great spot here. Um, anything else on this game, Greg? Uh, no, yeah, this should be a good game. I like it. Yeah, man. Uh, both these both these quarterbacks are in really good spots, man. So, yeah. could have a, a nice, nice little uh, shootout, potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the next matchup, uh, we've got the... Three five and one Philadelphia Eagles traveling to Cleveland to take on the five and four Cleveland Browns. This is a forty five and a half point total. Uh, in terms of uh, injuries, there are really no injuries in this game. Both these teams oh, nice. are okay, um, but uh, there, in terms of weather concerns, uh, there is a concern for uh, rain. No wind issues expected in this game, though. Uh, so that is good news. Um, in terms of what I've got in this matchup, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Philadelphia to cover and Cleveland to win the game. Um, for Cleveland, start both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, both these guys, this offense is going to run through them. Uh, in terms of uh, the pass offense, you know, Cleve- the weather has been bad for the last two weeks for Cleveland, uh, specifically the wind. Uh, the wind won't be an issue in this game, or at least it shouldn't be at this point. That's what's forecasted. Uh, but a bit of rain, like I said. But expect Jarvis Landry to bounce back this week as a, a wide receiver too. This is crazy. This is this is how you know something's wrong in the world, Greg. Because I'm sitting here, vouching for Jarvis Landry and yeah, back no, to back weeks. I know, I know. You this you were some- not loving him after Odell got hurt. I'm like, you know, yo, he's got to be used at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I haven't really just loved Jarvis Landry in general. You know, like we talked about yesterday with low A dot guys, I need volume. But Jarvis Landry's getting volume now, so I'm in. Uh, 
I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, shun any, any, any good volume if it's here, you know. So Jarvis Landry in a bounce back spot as wide receiver two. His matchup is pretty good. You know, Cravon LeBlanc uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles has allowed a reception on 15% of his uh, coverage snaps. Uh, that's of uh, that's eighth in the league of d- defensive backs with at least a hundred or more snaps in coverage, according to PFF. Uh, also uh, interested in Austin Hooper, of course. Tight ends, they suck. Play Austin Hooper uh, for Philly. I, I have I'm going back to the well with Fulgham and uh, you know spe- specifically Travis Fulgham. I know people are down on him after the bad week last week. Um, still ran the most routes on the team along with Jalen Rager, uh, was just out-targeted by Rager by just one, obviously had to deal with uh, James Bradbury as well. Um, so I'm going back to the well with Fogum. Obviously, you know, we love Rager. Uh, and then I'm also going to go back to the well with Goddard. I uh, looked into it a little bit more. He was actually third on the team in target share last week, uh, you know, and, and running significantly more routes than Rodgers. The only two players on the Philadelphia Eagles that ran more routes than Goddard were Fogum and Rager. Um, he saw six targets, so I'm still going to, I'm going to fire up Goddard as a, a tight end one. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take the over, I'm going to take Cleveland to cover and I'm going to take Cleveland to win, um, on the Eagles side. I do like once in this matchup, uh, I think he can be a QB one, uh, Miles Sanders, borderline RB one, especially with the UCG guy last week, hopefully, you know, Corey Clement, Boston Scott doesn't get those touchdowns, the red zone work production, um, you know, from just to, to Vulture Miles Sanders. Uh, you got to like Rager as an upside flex, led the team in targets in week 10. Uh, Fulgham, definitely a strong spot here. Uh, got a tough spot against Denzel Ward, but I still, you know, fire him up, especially. Um, Greg Ward, he's a deeper league flex, I think. Uh, you know, we know we love, you know, Slavery against Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, so uh, yeah, Greg Ward could be, you know, a sneaky player in deeper leagues. Um, on Cleveland side, Hunt and Chubb every week for sure. RB1s, um, definitely say that about both players for sure. Jarvis Landry in that strong flex conversation. Definitely in this economy. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> it, it, it's really the they're easily the best backfield in the league. Um, this is this is dope. I hope that they're both healthy and, and ready to give RB1 weeks to the fantasy people. Um, receivers other than Landry, I'm not really looking to anyone. Higgins is in a tough spot. If you'll see Darius Slay a lot, so just pretty much Jarvis Landry. Uh, Austin Hooper. I mean, yeah, you got to go back to the wall, I guess, for him because matchup's there and it is the tight end. Look, man, I'm willing to throw. This goes for Higgins. This throws for. This goes for Landry. This goes for, um, you know, Austin Hooper specifically Higgins because he's somebody that we flocked to and then we've dropped him. But I'm throwing the pass game out for Cleveland the last two weeks. We we knew this was going to happen. We talked right. about the weather going into those games. I'm throwing the whole thing out. Like so, when we you know when when we get into better matchups, uh, better weather, better situations, Higgins is somebody I'm willing to throw out there if the matchup is good. Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to the next matchup, man. We have got the nine and O division leading Pittsburgh Steelers Great. headed to Jacksonville. Do you believe that three years ago these teams were playing an AFC Championship game? Oh now yeah. Now the Jacksonville Jags, <laughs> your boy. Blake Bortles, Leonard Fournette, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Allen Robinson. Uh, the Jags were are one and eight. Um, this is a 47.5 point total. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 10 point favorites. Um, in terms of injuries, Pittsburgh's okay for the most part. For Jacksonville, LaVisca Chenault, wide receiver, dealing with a hamstring injury, DMP on Wednesday. Um, then James Robinson, starting running back, 
he was limited with our shoulder injury. Um, so he's, you know, obviously dealing with that, but expect him to, to be fired up this week as well. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this game? Uh, with this game, I'm taking the under. I'm taking Pittsburgh to cover and uh, Pittsburgh to win. Uh, Big Ben, I think he's in the QB1 conversation again. Uh, Jacksonville, horrible against quarterbacks. Um, James Conner, also you know, borderline RB1. Um, all three receivers, I think, are top 25 plays. I think you can make an argument that this is the best you know, wide receiver you know, trio in, in the league. Uh, CJ Henderson, also on IR. So uh, I you know, pay attention to that because he's on my dynasty team. Unfortunately, he's out. So Claypool, I think, has the highest upside in this one. Ebron, I think he's also playable. Well, you know, five short games with at least oh, four short games with at least five targets. Uh, so he has some tight end one upside on Jacksonville. I'm only interested in James Robinson as a lone RB one and DJ Shark and Keelan Cole. I think they can give you top 30 performances. But um, yeah, that's you're just hoping that Jake Lewin is not on his rear end the entire game. Yeah, that would be a, a hope that I think we, along <laughs> with Jake Lewin, share. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of my what I see in this game, I'm taking the under, taking Pittsburgh to cover, Pittsburgh to win. Uh, start Big Ben, obviously a great spot here for him, like like you were saying, uh, and then start anyone that could potentially pack, uh, you know, catch passes in this game. Yep. Right. So like Chase Claypool, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, Eric Ebron, yep. uh, James Conner, who obviously he hasn't been great, but this is a great spot for him uh, in terms of the matchup, uh, and then you know for Jacksonville, James Robinson. Uh, must start, but then DJ Shark, uh, he is somebody I'm willing to start in a pinch. Uh, but again, like you said, Jake Luton, we just got to hope that he is not <laughs> on his rear end the entire time because I'm sure he'll have some trouble dealing with uh, TJ Watt and, and Bud Dupree and the boys. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, man, move on to the next matchup. We've got the six and three Tennessee Titans traveling to Baltimore to take on the Six and three Baltimore Ravens. This is a 48 and a half point total. The Ravens are six and a half point favorites. If you do not remember, this is a rematch of last year's divisional round mm-hmm. playoff game where the Baltimore Ravens uh, were favored, heavy, heavily favored in this game, and Tennessee put a whooping on them. Uh, they put out, you know, Tennessee gave Lamar Jackson and that Baltimore Ravens a lot of trouble. Uh, that defense in Tennessee was much better than it is now. So this is going to be a great game. This is going to be one that uh, I will try to be glued to if I can, if possible. Um, in terms of injuries, A.J. Brown, it was Wednesday. You know what that means. Oh, yeah. A man didn't practice. That's rest day. So yeah. <laughs> it's rest day. He's a for, veteran already, it's rest man. rest day for A.J. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, Adam Humphreys, no rest day for him, unfortunately. He's dealing with a concussion, so he was a DMP. Uh, and then Roger Saffold, uh, guard for the uh, the Tennessee Titans, who's dealing with – he suffered injury in the, uh, the previous game against the Colts on Thursday night, tried to come back from it in the game, uh, but, you know, went back down and, and then ended up having to leave the game with that leg injury. So um, something to monitor there if he'll play. Uh, but then – for Baltimore, uh, they've got some guys questionable. Uh, the only one who could potentially miss, Brandon Williams, uh, defensive tackle. So uh, they're obviously already without Calais Campbell 
add Brandon Williams to the mix. That's down. They're down two of their uh, their best interior defensive linemen. So King Henry, have a, have a day, buddy. Have a day. Uh, in terms of the matchup, I'm taking the over, taking ten, uh, Tennessee to cover, man. Uh, and I really wanted to pick Tennessee to. I mean, I really didn't want to pick Tennessee to win, but I'm picking Tennessee. Ooh, to win. you finally or, doing I, it! Oh man! No, 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 no. Opposite of what you just think I did. <laughs> I've wanted to pick Baltimore to lose and Tennessee to win, but I'm going with Baltimore here. Oh, uh, man, have you picked yeah, against Baltimore this entire year? Have I picked against Baltimore? That's a good question. I, I feel uh, like I feel like you haven't. We have to go back and look, but. I don't know. I'm, I yeah, don't know. I, I feel like I'm just waiting for you to just pick another team to against pick, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Baltimore? Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I have to I have to go back and check it. I have to go back and check. That's a good question. Yeah, but weird. uh <laughs> I love Lamar this week, man. The Tennessee di- the Tennessee defense has not been great. Uh they haven't been good at all. Uh so, you know, Lamar this week in, in a great spot. Uh and it's the start of of Lamar's run of a great schedule here. So, uh, try to get him. Try to go get him now if you can. Uh, Mark Andrews must start obviously, um, and then you know Hollywood. Uh oh, they're looking at Kyler's shoulder. Uh oh. Um, Hollywood yeah, see, is someone I I, I want to start. You said what? Yeah, I did see them putting like something under. But he should be. He be. He be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Um, you know, uh, Hollywood is someone I, I I want to start in this game because the matchup is so nice. But I don't. You know. So I think I think you can, but he's a purely a desperation play. You know, he's he's into that category of if somebody dropped him, uh, and he's there on Sunday, and you need a guy, you need somebody to put in your lineup. You know, that's where he is. But uh, from DFS, I think he's a a, a really really, um, you know, comes with the risk. But I think he's a he's a really sneaky play in this in this matchup here. Um, but for Tennessee, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, um, obviously must plays. Uh, the question is, which tight end do you play? Um, John, who's been out targeting Ferkser over the last three weeks, so I, I would play him, but it's a toss-up at this point. It's more of a toss-up than you want it to be at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm taking the over. I'm going to take Tennessee to cover. Uh, and this is yeah, it's a tough one, but I'm going to take Tennessee to win. Um, Ryan Tannehill, I think he's a high in QB2. Uh, in this matchup, Derrick Henry, though, safe RB1 for sure. A.J. Brown continues to start him as a wide receiver one. I think Corey Davis, he can be playable as a flex. Um, but, yeah, the John o. Smith anthony Ferkser thing is, is, yeah, it's very frustrating because you would think John o. Smith would have been on, like, continue to be on a roll and dominate all the tight end snaps and all the tight end production, but it hasn't been the case after the injury. Uh, I'm have to choose one. Yeah, I'm taking John o. But on the Baltimore side, Lamar Jackson, you're playing him, of course, as a QB1. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, you're, you know, hoping that one of them can get a touchdown, uh, get in the end zone. But they're, you know, low on RB2s. Uh, Willie Sneed, he's a deep, deep relief flex, I think. Sneaky, I'm I'm off the, the Hollywood train. I can make an argument for Willie Sneed to play in some deeper leagues. And Mark Ingram, you're starting him. Yeah, man. Uh, to be fair... Baltimore has only lost three games, and I did not pick them those three. T- I did not pick them to lose those three games. Right, but they they only lost three games, so it's not like I. It's not like they're you know four and five. It's not like I think I've picked New England more in losses than I picked Baltimore. <laughs> if you want to, if you really want to, if you want to examine anything, you should look at my my New England love, which is oh, weird. That yeah, I just yeah, said love. Yeah, Cam love. <laughs> Cam Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Moving on to the next matchup, the last one that we're gonna cover today. Um, we've got the six and three Miami Dolphins 
traveling to Denver to take on the three and six Denver Broncos. This is a 45 and a half point total. The Broncos are three and a half point underdogs because the Dolphins are the three and a half point favorites. Uh, in terms of the injuries, uh, Noah Fant, DMP on Wednesday, returned on Thursday dealing with a rib injury. Uh, Drew Locke, limited participant on Thursday, dealing with his his rib injury. Uh, Jerry Judy dealing with an ankle, so he was a limited participant. And then uh, Kyle Van Noy for the Miami Dolphins, he was a DMP with a hip injury on Wednesday. So something to monitor the monitor there. Greg, where are you at with this game? Uh, with this game, I'm taking under. I'm taking the Dolphins to cover, and I'm taking the Dolphins to win. Uh, yeah, on Miami side, Tua. I think he's in streaming conversation again uh, in this matchup. I think he, he he won't kill you, but he gets into that that uh you know QB two uh give you a high in QB two week. Uh, uh, Salvin Ahmed, I think he's a high upside RB two. Give you some RB one upside with his production and I mean with the usage that Miami gets the lead back in that offense um, with his passing catchability as well. Demonte Parker, he's you know wide receiver two. Uh, and you know, Mike Kosecki, I think you're, you know, going to be able to play him, especially Preston Williams being, uh, hurt. Um, and also on the Denver side, um, Mel- mm, yeah, Melvin Gordon and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a tough situation. Um, uh, it's, it's, I don't really know who, who you're going to lean towards at this point. Cause they're, they're not even in the RB2 conversation uh, of lately. Uh, but I think I would lean towards Melvin Gordon because of the, the volume and, as far as the receivers, Jared Judy and Tim Patrick, you can play. Uh, Noah Fant, just hopefully he can give you one of those tight end weeks as it was early in the year and, you know, a couple weeks ago. But he's been up and down of late as well. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm taking under, taking the Dolphins to cover, taking the Dolphins to win. In terms of Denver, I'm out. Uh, maybe Noah Fant because I, mean, I need a tight end. Uh, but I'm I'm out. I mean, Melvin Gordon maybe, but even then I want to be out. Yeah. Um, you know th- that dude has been terrible. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm out. Uh, I mean, if you have to start somebody from this game, then you know, God bless you. Uh, you know, <laughs> someone from the Denver side, God bless you. Uh, maybe Tim Patrick. You know, maybe Tim Patrick. Maybe Tim Patrick. Oh, all right, Tim Patrick or Hollywood. Tim Patrick. Oh man, I think I would yeah. have to go Hollywood. The matchup <laughs> is so bad for <laughs> Tim Patrick. <laughs> um. All right, man, but. For the Miami side, Tua, uh, yeah, I think you could stream him this week. Um, you know, Devontae Parker, I mean, he's been, he hasn't done anything really since Tua's been back, so, or since Tua's been here. Um, but I, I mean, are you starting Devontae? Did, did you say you were starting Devontae Parker? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, running back, curious to see how this split, how this split goes. Uh, I, I mean, I would think Ahmed leads it. We haven't seen Matt Breda do anything. I mean, he brings that pass no. catching upside, yeah. obviously, yeah. but we haven't seen him do anything. Um, so, you know, it, curious to see what that split looks like. Um, but I think I would roll with Ahmed uh, in terms of the yeah, and then Mike Kosecki. You know, obviously he brings that upside. Uh, did see an interesting stat though, uh, according to I want to get this right. Um, not going to remember who it was that put it out there. But uh, anyway, um, it was on Twitter. And uh, Mike Kosecki is not running so much from the slot anymore. He's actually uh, spending a lot of time as an inline tight end. Uh, so uh, that's obviously not, you know, a lot of what, you know, Mike Kosecki had been doing and a lot of the 
uh, production was coming from him being in the slot. So if he's not getting these slot snaps, uh, that could, you know, uh, bring down his production a little bit. But curious to see if that's something that they're just doing with Tua. Uh, but, you know, again, tight ends. Um, yes, sir. Anything else in this game, Greg? Did I miss anything? Uh, nah, yeah, it's probably going to be the ugliest game of the weekend. Yeah, man, for sure. All right, y'all. Uh, that was it. That was all we got for the game previews part one. Uh, please join us tomorrow for the game previews part two, as well as our starts of the week, as well as this get money head-to-head FanDuel contest between Greg and myself. Um, but as always, please rate, review the podcast. Uh, we appreciate that a ton. We appreciate you all guys taking the time to listen. Every single one of you out there of the hashtag DX tribe taking this time uh, to listen. Uh, and promise you we're doing everything we can to get you to these chips uh, and just follow it to fruition. Let's do that. And then um, please follow us on on all the socials. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics. Follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it. And then you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JR Football Nerd. Have a good one, everybody. I hope you enjoyed Thursday Night Football uh, and catch you tomorrow. And we are out. Yeah.